0: So I, I really just wanna to talk to you very briefly today about um, something from Romans 12. If you got your Bibles with you, you can, you can turn there It says some here in Romans 12. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer yourselves, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. This is your spiritual act of worship, offering yourself to to the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm yours, you know. I've accepted you, you're mine, but actually I'm yours as well. Um, And this is the verse that I want to concentrate on today a little bit. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Fat chance some of us have got of doing that. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And one of the things that I've discovered is that I've had to change my theology. I am a trained theologian. I know my Bible quite well. Um, The Holy Spirit's taught me for 30 years about it. And um, I, I know one or two things. But I keep having to change my mind about what I think the Scriptures mean. And why is that? That's because of my experiences of the Lord. It's because of what God does in front of my eyes. And uh, I've got to think, wow, that's, he can't, you can't do that, Lord. So I'm having to think about changing my understanding. Um, when, you, when your mind's renewed in the Holy Spirit, okay, when you start to think God thoughts instead of worldly thoughts, okay, um, you, you, you see things differently. It's a very strange... It's a very normal thing to say, actually. It's a silly thing to say, but it's true. You just see things in a different way. You seem to... You could see God at work in many more places than you would normally. We, we evangelical Christians, we, we've got such a, a, a very small little tiny box that we put God in. But when you're transformed, when your whole personality is transformed... By the renewing of your mind, um, it says here you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. We all want to know God's will. I I want to know what God's will for my life is, and so do you, don't you? Or are you just interested in doing your own thing? Well, it's it's not going to work anyway, is it? So I, you know, one of the things I want to know is God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to be? What what is it ab- about about me? Why did you call me? You know, God has got a a a, a real task for me to do. He, he didn't, you know, He didn't see me give my life to Jesus and then go. Oh no, David's given his life to me. What shall we do with him? You know, He He, he knew all along what He created me for. Because I've got gifts and abilities and all the rest of it that God wants to use. Because he wants me to be successful in what I do for him. We need to, we need to see that we're actually of, of incredible worth to God. Why do you think the Lord pours out his Holy Spirit on you? Just to give you a good time, a few good laughs, tickles and, and all of that. Or, you know, what? what? Why? It's because he wants to give you a toolkit. All right? He wants to give you a toolkit. There's a lot of people out there that actually don't know this stuff. They don't know what, what you know about being worth, about being worthy, about being of so much absolute value. And you know, the devil loves it when, 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 he, when he spots somebody who's on a spiritual walk that feels rotten about themselves. He blooming loves it because he gets in there and he, does all, he causes all sorts of things to happen um, in your life circumstantially to reinforce that belief. Because why? Because he does not want you to be a successful person. He doesn't want you to be a, a spiritual person. And, and you know, the only person that can stop, if you, know, if you know God today, the only person that can stop you being a success is you. And, it, and, it, and it's, it's what goes on in here. That's why this passage says, be transformed. You know, uh, to be transformed from one thing to another means that you are not that person anymore. Talk to me about the sort of life that I led like 30 years ago before I came to the Lord, okay? That person does not exist anymore. You can't make me feel bad about what I did then, okay? You can't. I don't care how hard you try, you can't because that person is dead, okay? They're dead, I've counted myself dead to sin, and yet I'm alive now to righteousness. That's, that's what I'm counting on. I'm counting on the fact that Jesus has set me free from that punishment that I, des- I so rightly deserve. That was, that's a huge change in somebody's life. That's an awesome transformation. From one thing, thinking of yourself like a worm, knowing that you're a rotten, stinking sinner. And then suddenly you go, hang on a minute, but I've been totally and absolutely forgiven. Why have I? Because of one reason and one reason only, God loves me and wants a relationship with me. God comes to me. You know, I thought I'd found Jesus. Well, guess what, he wasn't lost. It was me. I was the one that was lost. Alright, that's what the old old hymns mean. I was lost and now I'm found. Jesus found me. He came after me. Before I knew the Father, before I knew anything about anything, God's setting me up. This is the truth, people. It's a setup. It's a blooming setup. All everything you've gone through, everything you've it's a setup. Why? Because God is drawing you to himself why because he loves you you might not be okay but it's okay so long as you're so long as you're seeking and walking that spiritual you're looking for God somewhere where are you Lord where are you this morning Where, where, where are you in our meeting this morning are you are you in the worship are you what do you want to say to the people this morning what is it Lord what you know I'm seeking for you what what is it Lord that you want to say moment by moment. What, what is it, Lord, when I wake up on a Monday morning, what is it you want to say to me today? What, what, what is it? What, what, what do you want to show me? What do you want to teach me? Because I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind so that I can know what your acceptable will for my life is. What's the good? I want good. I'm fed up with bad. I don't want bad anymore. You can, you can take bad and sling it. I want some good. I want good stuff in my life. I've seen too much bad stuff. I want good now, please. Okay. Well, I need to seek for it. I need to go to God for it. God, what's the good stuff? What's your good uh, uh, stuff for me? What's your pleasing stuff for me? What is, what is it that's going to please you when I grab hold of this? because he's a dad you see true daddies love it when their kids do well true daddies love it when their kids do well they'll do anything to help their kiddies do better and we all want our kids to do better than we did we don't want them to make the same mistakes we want them to do really well and it thrills us when your kid does well, oh yeah go for it you know that's what God's like with you. That's a huge change for many of you. Guys, he's on your side. He's not waiting to give you a slap around the back of the head when you're a naughty person. For goodness sake, we've got to get a grip of this church. We've got to get a grip that we... we this is the sort of God that I want. I'm not interested in a miserable old sausage that... Leans over the parapets of heaven, you know, waiting to zap me with a, a bolt of something. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in, in, in the God that Jesus preached. When he, when he took all those three and a half years to say, guys, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father already. Okay? If you've seen the Father, you've seen Jesus already. Because they're the same person um, I told this little story yesterday that I, I think is absolutely wonderful about this young man that um, didn't want to give his life to Jesus and, uh, and uh, he said it I, I, stopped me for years giving my life to Jesus why well because he's, he's going to want me to tell somebody else uh, uh, he's going to he want me to tell other people about him and I don't want to be seen as one of those you know Jesus nuts so, so I'm not going to so, so i stayed away from giving my life to Jesus because I know he wants me to tell other people about him so I eventually got so desperate um, for God that he went to see this older man who said to him very wisely it's alright son you don't have to tell everybody about Jesus if you don't want that, he shouldn't, that shouldn't stop you coming to Christ are you sure? he said yeah he said oh That's a weight off my shoulders. Okay, so he he went upstairs and accepted the Lord, and the Lord came into his life bang! And he came downstairs and he said to his wife, You'll never guess what just happened to me. Jesus saved me. (laughs) You know, we put so much pressure on people, don't we? You know, we're our own worst enemies sometimes, but you know, it's these little paradigms. that that, that we've got to get over. So be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Try to learn how to see things a little bit differently. Okay? Because everybody in the whole world is potentially saved. Why? Because of what Jesus has already done. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. It's done. It's finished. It's done. All he wants us to do now is to is to appropriate what he's got for us we don't need anything different we just need more of what we've already got okay we don't need anything different we just need more of what we've already got and don't forget you can download all of these episodes as a podcast from our website